I came to a place in my life where I was just tired, um, burnt out with fitness, and um, I was addicted to working out, had an eating disorder, and just came to a place of burnout and um, just saw that there are a lot of women around me struggling with the same thing. And when I heard Elisa being interviewed on that podcast and she was explaining what Revelation Wellness is and what the mission um, is for Rev, God just said, go for it. This is what I want you to do and I want you to bring it back to uh, the community that you live in. I feel like my struggle was just comparing myself to what the world says I should look like. Um, so I was trying to fit in a certain size or look a certain way, and my struggle was I was never going to arrive at that because there isn't a perfect body. And honestly, I didn't like how God created me, so um, I would try to fit a certain mold in order to feel happy. So I've gone through a lot of training outside of Rev, um, but Rev training is amazing. There's nothing out there like Rev. I am a certified personal trainer, and I w was certified before I even came through Rev training. But the difference, I feel like Rev has the whole package. So yes, you can go get a group fitness or a personal trainer certification, but with Rev, there it, you cannot teach without incorporating truth. So you get the mind, body, and spirit. So there's so much goodness when you're moving your body and incorporating God's word. I would say to the person who is scared that you're, at the, you're in the right place. Um, I think if you think you have it all together. <laughs> um, I, I, to me, I know that it's the Holy Spirit when I want to throw up <laughs> and um, to give him my yes because um, someone said recently that God is attracted to our weaknesses, and um, when we are weak, He is strong. And I know personally, just in weak moments, being weak, I've seen Him show up and do amazing things, just giving Him my yes. Even if my hands are open and they're shaky, I'm giving Him my yes, and um, He empowers us to do it. So I think it's okay that you're scared. He knows that you're scared. Um, just keep saying yes and show up and um, just watch what he's going to do and you will not regret it. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and you just heard another testimony from a fellow fitness teacher, gospel preacher. As of today, there are three weeks left to get enrolled for our next training class of Platoon 24. I'm telling you, if these podcasts speak to you, you know that there's something so unique, different, bringing your heart alive, then you just download a packet, begin the conversation and see where God might be leading you. I promise you this, we are not here uh, to get you here. We're here to get you on mission. So whatever that looks like, because it is part of the great calorie burn. <laughs> I know you thought I would say the great commission that Jesus gives us to go and make disciples. That's a calorie burn. We've received so much from God. We're consuming, we're taking in, but something has to go out of us. And for those of you that you have a vision, I know that this is what God's doing with you because he did it with me. You see the people who could use this. You, you see it happening. You see people getting free in their bodies, in their minds, in their souls, and in their spirits. Then 
you're the person for that job. So download a packet and have your enrollment conversation. And I hope to see you in the nine day at home program, as well as the five days of heaven on earth up in Northern Arizona. It's just, there's nothing like it. All right, today we are going to do a Lectio Divina, which means, yay, you guys request this one. And I have to tell you, I do these um, myself on a Saturday morning run. And the last one I just did, we did it on Ephesians 1. Man, you guys, such incredible, like, <laughs> the takeaway there, I'll, I'll never forget. God has a plan. God has a plan. And I needed, I didn't know my heart needed that. So if you missed that Lectio Divina, go back and look for it on Ephesians 1. We're going to keep going today, Ephesians 2. So here's how Electio Divina works. It's all endurance. So you're just going to move. That's all. I won't cue you on to, to go faster, slower, no time sprints, nothing like that. If you want to do that, that's cool. But don't like, how about just hold everything loosely? Let the spirit take you there. Let this like, oh, I can't help myself kind of thing. Those are the, this is a get to have fun. If it's not fun, He's a good father who would say, hey, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go play that sport that feels like you're being bullied. <laughs> have fun. Enjoy it. So I will read a piece of scripture. It's four parts. I will read the scripture, and then I will ask you the question of how is the scripture speaking to you? What's it saying to you? Then what do you need to say to the Lord, to the word? What do you need to say back to God and com communing with him in conversation and then the final part <laughs> is that he gets the final say. What's the change of direction? Where do I need to um, straighten my crooked road? Because that's what he's here to do, okay? So uh, right now, let's just get your body moving. We'll get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. I've been waiting All right. my life. <sighs> Who's excited? I'm excited. Yes, be excited. Notice your ability to soften your face, or maybe your inability. You guys, this is body language. I, I love that I, I'm training your body language. Right? We want to we want to just pay attention. How am, I, how am I presenting myself to the world? Not because I'm performing my presentation, but because there's a grace for this. There's a grace. There's a grace. It's always good news. What good news? Let, it, let me not forget. All right, so let's say a prayer because... We want everything God wants for us. So let's make that request. Father, here we are. We're going to move our bodies. <laughs> Mostly because we want to get to the deep places. God, we don't want to just play in the shallow water. You say, your word tells us you came to give us life. And life abundant. And if you're given that today, which we believe you are, by the power of what you've said to us, that if we come, you will give. Give us life. We want the fullness of our life, not a tiny little measure, but a fullness, God, till it's overflowing. So come on in, God. Holy Spirit, move us. Talk to us. Say words that no man can tell us, no Google search can find. 
go ahead and find us out. We love you and we thank you that you are good to us always. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you just woke up and you are eyes open, heart beating, thinking about your day. The minute you do that, your heart rate, you notice it. Just in that, you're probably about a 2. A 1 is sleeping. You're alive. <laughs> Go ahead and start moving towards a 5, 6. You notice your breath. But you're also, you're not feeling pressured. Notice if you're pressuring yourself, like this is too easy. <laughs> Remember, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. How fun is that? So you're already yoked up because you could be sleeping or watching Netflix. You could be comforting yourself, but you're doing a courageous thing and that's kind. All right. So I'm going to read just 10 verses today we'll get through. I'm just going to read the whole passage. Don't, don't grasp for it. Just let it fall on you. Don't make it so difficult. Don't be so hard about it. Have fun. If you're right, and maybe just open your palms. Just relax your hands. Relax your face. Be ready to receive. You can't receive anything new if you're grasping okay Ephesians 2 verse 1 and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world following the prince of the power of the air the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
This is the word of the Lord. <laughs> That's a good word, isn't it? Oh, it's filled with encouragement and correction. Yes. <laughs> it's filled with sugar and protein, carbohydrates, vitamins. All right. So let's begin this. Lectio Divina really lets the word speak to you. Verse at a time. Verse one. I'm going to read it, and then I'm just going to ask you, what's it saying? Just let it fall on you. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work at the sons of disobedience. I just read two verses. Sorry, guys. Let's try that again. I'm going to go ahead and do it in two verses. And you were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. What is that saying? What's the word saying to you? to say back what's the conversation that you want to have it doesn't have to be bad <laughs> it can be whatever feels true to you holy spirit speak truth what needs to be said from your heart to his ears And now, what's the new direction? What's the new thought? What's the cleansing thought? What's the hope? What is it? By the way, use your mouth. Speak. Use your vocal cords. They create because of the tension they create. They speak. Let your brain hear it. What's the change? Recourse. Lovely. <laughs> losing weight. Look at you, losing weight. 
Let's go to verse 3. Talking about this spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. What is the scripture saying to you? Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. What's he saying? Thank you, Lord. What do you want to say to him about the passions of our flesh that we once lived in and carried out the desires of our body and mind and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind? What do you want to say? Nice. Now, what does he want to say to you? What's the recourse? What's the change? What's the praise? What's the, where's the new direction about this once being children of wrath like the rest of mankind? All right, <laughs> come on. Verse four, this is where it gets juicy, everyone. <laughs> I love this. The biggest butt in the universe ever. Verse four, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. Let me say it again. <laughs> but God, say it with me. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. <laughs> What's he saying? What's the word saying? Yeah, it's good. 
Now, what do you want to say? What's, what's the coffee talk? What's the tears? What's the, what's the truth coming out of you? Be honest. Awesome. Well done. Doing it right, Saint. You're doing it right, Saint. Once a sinner, now a saint. So what's what's the way that the saints go marching in? What is the direction? What's the recourse? Because of this great love. Ask him. Verse 5, based on but God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, verse 5, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, Christ made us alive together with him. By grace, you have been saved. What's it saying? And what do you, what do you want to say? That even when we were dead in our trespasses, Christ made us alive together. By grace, you've been saved. What do you want to say? Now, is there anything? Course correction. Because that even when we were dead in our trespasses, Christ made us alive together with him. By grace, you have been saved. What's the higher thought? What's the greater way? Well done. Okay. By grace, we've been saved. 
Man, that one will just, those words right there, may it fall on us all the time by grace, by grace. Remember, grace is unmerited favor. You cannot earn it. You cannot program it. Can't predict it. It's radical. But you can be certain. We can be certain that there's plenty to go around. Verse 6. By grace we've been saved. Verse 6. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Come on, let me give it a little more. That we have been, Christ made us alive together with him. By grace we've been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What's it saying to you? And I should have said this at the beginning, I meant to Holy Spirit, we invite you to ignite and engage our imagination, our ability to vision. Take us, show us what you wanna show us. So our imagination has been set apart for the purposes of God. In Jesus' name. So when he speaks, let him speak to you. You know, we think in pictures, by the way. You learned language because you learned pictures first. It's the reason you can say what you say. And then we had matured and grew into grammar and rules but at the base of your knowledge of language pictures verse 6 raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus what what's on your heart about that raised us up with him and seated us with him even the heavenly places in Christ Jesus where's the Holy Spirit going and wants you to pay attention and follow about this being raised up with him and seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus What's your change of direction? Verse 7. So that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches 
of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. What's the word saying to you? That in the coming ages that he might show the measurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus what do you want to talk about tell him use your words that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus what's the change directional where's your heart going what's it needing receive it Verse 8, say it with me, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God he want you to know. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. What's on your heart about that? Use your words.
recognize by, by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. What's the Holy Spirit finalizing this? What's the verdict? What's the direction? Wonderful. <laughs> Verse 9, it's a tiny one. Coming right off this gift of God. Grace is a gift. Verse 9, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. Grace is not a result of works. And this is on purpose so that no one may boast. What's he saying? Yeah, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Where do you straighten a crooked place? <laughs> Where's the kindness of his correction? Listen, you, you and I will always need to be fathered and mothered, always. And that's what he does. So what is the change for us? Change of mind, change of intention. Because grace is not a result of works so that no one may boast. Verse 10, our final verse. Woo! To get to this. If you know it, say it. If you don't, it's kind of like when you're learning a new song, you just kind of mumble or you're about a half a millisecond behind the, behind the choir. Lean into it. Come on, try. Don't just be like, don't count yourself out by the word because... Listen, I'm reading it. <laughs> you're not. You're trying to get it in you. Create new neural pathways as your body moves. That it becomes cellular. Verse 10. Let it fall on you. For we are his workmanship.
created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What's the word? What's, what pops out at you? What speaks to you? For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What do you need? What's he saying to you? We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What do you want to say? are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them what's the final say let him have it receive it come on open your heart open your face lift your head be encouraged There you have it. Ha. A passage of scripture <laughs> that shows us some history of time where we were, once were, now where we are, all inside God's great, rich, extravagant love for us. We were sinners dead. But he knew our need in Christ, through him, in him, by him, with him, all things become possible. And we're seated and we're, we're, we're brought from darkness to light. And this has always been part of his plan. But it's nothing we've done on our own nothing you guys and I love that it's these last two verses 8, 9, 10, 3 
that grace, it's all grace. This should chop us off at the knees and get us to fall on them. We give ourselves way too much credit, which means we take on way too much responsibility, which means the gospel becomes way too heavy and way too pinching, prodding, and burdensome. But it is grace. And guess what? Just like James said, faith without works is dead. But if your work is happening with an absence of grace that you haven't included this continual thought that yeah you've got some gifts you got some talents you're you are amazing but even that is a gift grace so no one gets to boast this is why comparison doesn't work because no one gets to boast did you know when you compare yourself to someone else and their work and their workmanship or whatever they do you are discounting grace you're excusing it and you're saying well they're better because no there is no because there is no boast the boast is in Christ alone Christ alone he knows so we can be really good cheerleaders of one another we can be really good witnesses and a great cloud cheering each other on because grace is getting its prize. This person has good work, a good workmanship with good work placed inside of them. Cheer them on. You are a good workmanship placed inside of you, good works, and all of it a gift of grace. I want you to think about this in closing. I'm sure you received so much today because I know the word does its job. But it says these last three verses again, for by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not your own doing, it's a gift. Both grace, both faith, gift. Not a result of work so that no one could boast. Paul's trying to get this work thing under control. <laughs> that God has done the work. So he could turn us on. Like we once were a dead, broken piece of <laughs> an instrument or an appliance. We didn't work. We weren't plugged into a source. We were broken. It didn't, no use, no of, nothing of good transforming use. But Christ plugs us in as a good workmanship created for good works. And those works were prepared beforehand. So when you think about this, I heard this yesterday. I think it was Chris Vallotton said that God prepared the work and then he put you around it. <laughs> In other words, God knew you and he knew the work because he prepared it beforehand. It says that we were created for good works, which God prepared beforehand. So God saw a work that he wanted to do on the earth in the beginning. He's always known. 
and then he created you. You were always a thought in his mind, but he looked at these two things, a work, a purpose on the earth, and a workmanship, a person with that purpose to bring it on the earth. And he put your body over, like, like the shell or the body of a car. He put that shell over the workman, the work that he prepared beforehand. And everything about you, your story, your experience, where your car has been, the roads you've traveled, the scenery you've seen, is all connected to this great purpose, this good work that God prepared beforehand. It's in you. And all of it is a gift. So no one can boast. Let's take some time as we close out just to be so grateful for all this passage of truth that he has taken us somewhere. He met us where we were and he has seated us, taken us, given us more than we could ask for or deserve because it's a gift of grace. So he might show kindness towards us. And when people see your kindness, they see your king. They want, want to know, what are you eating? What are you drinking? How come you can be so kind? How come you can be so optimistic? How come you're not freaking out? How come you're not screaming and shouting and losing your mind? How come? And you'll say, well, it's a gift. <laughs> and I know something greater because I know someone great. And a greater way will come. I'm just seated with him waiting for it to come. So Lord, we thank you so much. Thank you for your word. Thank you for how you're reminding us of our history and showing us our future. Thank you that that integrates us, God. It makes our story purposeful. And it gives us passion for the day. That we are your are your canvas and you're painting the day so we receive this today change people from inside out right now in Jesus name amen hey one more thing before you go if you're anywhere near Jacksonville Florida this weekend I will see you for Rev on the Road if this is just a pop fly it just came to my mind because they're there's some people in Florida that I will see you this weekend and we will be pottered and we'll be painted as good workmanship created for good works that God prepared beforehand and we'll walk in them see you guys have a great day love you peace
you're not finished with me yet. You're 